All right, welcome everybody. It feels a little flat. I feel like maybe we talked about getting some sort of announcer. I think we have one, don't we, Ryan? Play the intro. Let's hear it. I haven't heard this yet. Go for it. My buddy did this. Live on YouTube from the <laughs> one more time. <laughs> one more time. Run it back. South Point Casino Studios, Las Vegas, Nevada. The ultimate sports comedy show that talks sports, comedy, and a whole lot of Pittsburgh. This is Punchlines with your hosts, Ryan McCormick and yeah. Fight Yeah, my name goes before yours. Yeah, what the hell's that? All right, that was done by my friend Bob Delmont. Uh, WPOC in Baltimore I've, is my oldest friend. I met him in sixth grade. Why is your name first? Thanks, Bob. Ryan McCormick. And then he trails on my Ryan McCormick. I'm very new to Again? Yeah, play one more time. I want to hear it. Graham wants to hear it. We didn't hear it on the floor. Here we go. Live on YouTube from the Immaculate South Point Casino Studios, yes, Las immaculate. Vegas, Nevada. The ultimate sports comedy show that talks sports, yes. comedy, and a whole like lot that. of Pittsburgh. This is Punchlines with your hosts, Ryan McCormick and Frank Nicotero. What the hell is that? Why am I second? This is my... Uh, I'm on the title. There's no yeah. Ryan McCormick. That's why I should go first in the end in the I'll give it to you. Yeah. You're about to be a father. Goodness this is probably the most awkward opening of a show ever of all time, just a probably. Bit. And yeah, I have just a friend a here bit. and I'm trying to look good in front of him and this shit happens. You swore, I swore, everyone's swearing. Let's do a usual opening. Hello, I'm Frank Nicotero and welcome to Punch Lines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. <laughs> and uh, apparently Ryan's the star of the show. Which is probably how Carl uh, Anthony Towns felt last night, right? Why yeah. do you ask? Oh, well, let's take a look at this graphic here. Carl Anthony Towns had 62 points last night. That he did, yeah. Big game. 44 in the first half. 44 in the first half. So what happened? How did it go downhill? Well, they uh, started to collapse in the fourth quarter. They got, out, they got right. doubled up in the, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They ended up benching him with like three or four minutes to go in the game because the offense was running so poorly <laughs> that the offense was just trying to force feed cat and get him to yeah i don't know 70 sort of 80 number, yeah right. whatever they were trying to get him to right and then the coach goes on a rant post game that the uh, they're disrespecting basketball right. that's not how you should play it and then they so they benched him put him back in with like 30 seconds left he ended up trying to take the uh game-winning shot for yeah. them got blocked by leaky black shout out north carolina yeah leaky black, and then yeah, uh yeah so also there was a video of leaky black hitting his first ever free throw in the uh in yeah the getting NBA. his first points yeah and the announcer went nuts but yeah yeah yeah, that was uh, the game-winning points. Yeah, really. exactly. Yeah, after the block, yeah, he had the So anyway, yeah, he only had four points in the fourth. Carl Anthony Towns, 62. So he figures, I'm going to be the lead on SportsCenter because I scored 62 points. Oh, no, not so fast because Joel Embiid dropped 70 for the Sixers last night on the anniversary of Kobe's 81, which we talked about yesterday. There's his line. He had he had 44 in that, the first half. That's Cat. Oh, that's Cat. Sorry, yeah, he had how many in the first? Oh, his second half was huge. They, he had 35 in the first half and in the second half. Okay, he, he split it. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. Equal. 18 and 5, which had never been done before. 70 points, 18 rebounds, 5 assists. Unbelievable line by Joel Embiid. I mean, the guy. A full stat sheet stuffer. He had a, a block, a steal, and two fouls. He stuffed it. That's, that's what they love doing, man. And uh, he got all the – and he did it over Wemby. Wemby, still, Wemby had like 33 points. His day will come, but Embiid right now is in his prime. And that was the most uh, – that was the highest point total since the 64 scored by – Giannis Antetokounmpo, not Giannis. Chris Andrews, I pronounced the Greek name right. Our sports book director is Greek, so uh, I got lectured when I said Giannis. It's Giannis. Yes, yes, right. Giannis. Speaking of Giannis Antetokounmpo, yes, the Bucks. He is the he's the captain of the second seed in the East in the Eastern Division right now. They're thirty and thirteen. But what happened today? They fired their head coach. They just fired their head coach. And is this true that Bill Belichick is going to go host? He's going to go coach yeah, now. Yeah, he's going to go Belichick coach that box. Or Harbaugh? Yeah. Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, they're going to give him enough money. Yeah. I think they're interviewing Belichick uh, right now, and he's going to become the. Wouldn't that be hysterical? He just he moves over this. to basketball. Yeah. No. <laughs> Roaming the sidelines. No. Assistant coach Matt Patricia with the pen in the hair. Triangle, triangle. Oh, that's Chicago. We'll get to that. Anyway, so no, uh, they fired their coach. There yeah. has to be more to this yeah. story coming out. I mean, there must be, but yeah, Adrian Griffin, first year head coach, first year, thirty and thirteen record, and they they fire him. That would be like firing me after this episode, right? We don't have thirteen losses. Right, we have we no losses. We have, we have nothing but winners, all bangers. There's maybe two clunkers out of seventy-two yeah. shows. No, undefeated. Undefeated. We're undefeated. Uh, anyway, that's very odd. And uh, yeah, so Bill Belichick. Apparently, we were charting. So there's a private plane heading to Milwaukee. Yeah, he's gonna coach yeah. them and the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> Suck. It's gonna be. Forget. By the way, uh, Graham, our guest who's coming in soon, 
Watch what happens when I say the words Green Bay. Green Bay sucks. sucks. He has to say sucks because he's in Chicago. We'll that's how, how I was taught. Taught the right way. By the way, Jerry's not here today, so am I free to say Pittsburgh? I, I told you you'd mention <laughs> it. <laughs> he's what? I asked Dan before the show how long would it take you to realize oh, that Jerry was well, gone. It took five minutes. Yeah. It was the first time you mentioned Pittsburgh, though, so I, I, was, I was right on that. On the show today, live in the studio, he's the host of Government Se the Government Secrets Podcast with Lee Camp, and he has a new comedy special out called Manifest It on All Things Comedy. Graham Elwood would be here. I haven't seen him in years until, well, I'm going to let you in on a little showbiz secret. We've already seen each other. But anyway, it's been a while, and I watched uh, a lot of his special yesterday. It's great. And that's on YouTube, I believe. We'll get to all this with Graham. And then via the video from Rampart Casino, Dwayne Colucci. Colucci. You have to do Colucci anytime we mention Colucci. Today is January 23rd, 2024, episode 73, which according to Sheldon Cooper is the Chuck Norris of numbers. Because I always like to Google that. I didn't, I've never really watched uh, Big Bang Theory. Okay. Do you watch that show? You kind of look like you probably bit. watch that show. Oh, really? With the glasses on and the Thanks. tie, you look like you might watch it. Thanks. I mean, now, I've if seen, you come see me at the Laugh Factory yeah. when you got your hat backwards and you're dressed like a b boy, then I'd say, no, this guy's never seen it. A b boy? A b boy. <laughs> showing my age. Showing my age. A b boy. Anyway, Ryan, well, that's what you looked You looked like, you know, a b boy. Just Google b. Remember b boys? Wasn't that like for people who dress fly? Oh, I'm going to move on. Jesus Christ. All right. Anyway, so Sean Cooper, uh, his favorite number is 73. Uh, 73, why? It's the 21st prime number. It's mirror 37 is the 12th, and it's mirror is 21, and that's the product of multiplying 7 and 3. This is why I never watch Big Bang Theory. Don't understand any of that. Then he gets into something with the binary. In binary, 73 is a palindrome, 1001001, which backwards is the same, and Chuck Norris backwards gets you Saran Kuchich. And that show Coach. Good, good, good coach. He's talking. It's a hidden message for you Bulls fans. I don't know. I never watched. I saw one episode on a plane once, and uh, I wanted to jump out of the plane. No, <laughs> anyway, so Sheldon Cooper, there you go. He's got the 73. He wore the shirt all the time. So there we are. 73. We usually do a collage of athletes that wore the certain number of our show, Graham. But we're going to wait till 75 because there's really all just linemen and it's boring. But at 75, we know who's coming. Hall of Famer, Mean Joe Green. Kyle Long. All right. It is time now for Posts with Punchlines. This is where we comb social media to find fresh posts and write punchlines. We comb the net because it's our job to save you time. We got to go to Buffalo again. We led with Buffalo. Buffalo. And the little play on words there is Buffalo, L-O-W. They're feeling very low. Got to feel bad. There was just an abundance. Now, we, we had a lot yesterday. Uh, they're replaying the game right here on the NFL Network in front of me. And uh, poor Buffalo. They really, I mean, but again, they disrespected the terrible towel. Here's this guy in a bar. Someone put on the jukebox a Taylor Swift song. So they're playing Shake It Off right now. Here are these guys, Taylor Bass. Taylor Bass with the F man. He will go, you ruined my life. A place kicker ruined his life. You? Uh, of course, family. No, not my first time. <laughs> Sorry, Bears fans. Yeah, you've had kickers on your life. Now, this is Gabe Davis, right? Yep. Who didn't start in the game. He was injured. He's a free agent. And he got mouth. He was mouthing off to... I think Buffalo fans are yeah. behind that bench, yeah. right? Yeah, they were giving him crap. Like, you can't even run around! Yeah. He torched the Steelers, though, but it looks like he's walking pretty okay. Then Von Miller, you sent me this. 14, he made $14.9 million. No sacks, five tackles in 14 games. That's uh, almost $3 million a tackle. This is the Chiefs bus coming into the stadium. Getting pulverized by snowballs. I don't really think it's the Chiefs bus because I don't think they'd be wearing Let's them go with it's the like Chiefs that. bus, Ryan. We <laughs> scoured the Maybe net. a fan bus. And then this is great. So Josh Allen, these are the playoff victories for Josh Allen. He beat Phil Rivers on his farewell tour. Lamar Jackson getting hurt in the third quarter. Beat Ma Mason Rudolph yep. and then Skylar Thompson from Miami. By the way, if someone had said who is Skylar Thompson, I did not. That was last year, right? Yep. That Skylar Thompson was the Miami quarterback. I, I, that's like one of those forgotten names. So what they were trying to say there is Josh Allen hasn't beaten much in the playoffs. I really want to see that Buffalo Lions, but we got to stick with the Super Bowl logo. The colors are there. The colors are purple and red. So we're okay. assuming it's going to be the Ravens the and the seeds. Niners. And by the yep. way, the line is still, so Baltimore's still minus three and a half over under 44 and a half. And San Francisco crept back up to seven, yep. 51. Yep. Yesterday it was six and a half. Chris Andrews was in here. That's a big, that's big. Six and a half, seven. If you want the underdog, take it now. Get that seven points. But if you think Frisco is going to win, which, by the way, you're never supposed to say Frisco, I'm told, to someone from San Francisco. They hate that. It's like calling a fraternity a frat. How far will it move, though? Like, jumping on the seven now, 
is it really going to move up to to nine or, or move to eight or nine? I know George Kittle was on the the Pat McAfee show this morning. He was all fired up that people yeah. are giving Brock Purdy a bunch of shit. Yeah, like, I saw that. That he isn't the guy that you need to be this big athlete to do all these different kinds of things. And like, what's wrong with an underdog story? And so I think the the Niners are going to start. So yeah, now that Ryan's that. name is first apparently in the show, he feels like he can swear now just freely. Is that is that how this is working? Giving him crap. See that? You make him the star of the show, and they just start running away with it. You said SHIT. Your mother's watching. His mother's one of my friends on TikTok. I communicate with his mom often. <laughs> she, you know, she likes everything. All right, so uh, let's see. Oh, Josh Allen at least was nice. Killed my I, rant. I, I thought this was a classy move. <laughs> Wait, what did I miss? You killed my rant. <laughs> I killed your rant? <laughs> no, your rant was good. Your rant was good. So anyway, uh, Josh Allen... What was your rant about? I already forgot. Skyler Thompson? Exactly. Just move on. Skyler Thompson? Go ahead with what you want. What were you talking about? No. Nope. No, it's over. It's done. It's Bye. the Frank Nicotero show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have control back. I don't even know what you were saying. What, I swear to God, my memory's going. Do you have that problem? What were you talking about again? Honestly, please help me. The Niners adopting the underdog mentality. That, oh, yeah, that, right. that was it. They're not the underdogs. They're the favorites. Damn it. Oh, I, I don't think you think it's going to maybe go a little lower. Well, no. I mean, it'll probably toggle right there between the six and a yeah. half and seven, like it did yesterday. So gonna be a good game. The Lions more. All right. So we wanted point. to show uh, one happy thing for Buffalo. Josh Allen, kind of classy move. Uh, Tyler Bass missed the kick. Uh, you know, and look, he goes over and shakes his hand. So he's saying one of two things. Hey, man, we got your back. Uh, you know, hey, everyone, we didn't. None of us won the game. You didn't lose it all by yourself. Or he's shaking his hand, saying, "See you later, man. <laughs> it's nice, nice having you on the team. You will not be back." They were going to give over a minute to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. You don't think they can yeah, move exactly. down the field and get a field goal themselves? Yeah. Uh, by the way, as soon, as soon as they got incomplete on third and seven or whatever, I looked at the clock, minute left. I'm like, uh, game's over. Yeah, too much time. Yeah, he's going to, Patrick Mahomes will come down and win that game. Yeah. That's what so he does. Everybody given Tyler Bass, he, or Josh Allen, yeah. he, like, you have no idea what would have happened there. Yeah, uh, we do know. You're right. We do know. And speaking of kickers, our favorite Cameron Dicker. Cameron Dicker, the kicker. Uh, that's his name. That's what he goes by. Here he is. Look at him at a hockey game. This is him at the uh, Ducks game. Chugging beers. <laughs> you, put a, you put a charger bolt over the beer. We shouldn't show alcohol consumption on the show. <laughs> Look at him. He's giving uh, Jason Kelsey a run for his money. This guy, by the way, this guy, if you haven't seen it, while you're on YouTube after our show before uh, Sports by the Book today at 3 o'clock. There you go. Um, just Google or YouTube search the video he made trying to get selected the, to the Pro Bowl. Did he get yeah. selected? No. I don't think he did. It didn't no. work. He put together like a law firm, does like wacky videos, and it's hysterical. All right. Yeah. So Cameron Dicker, that's team. two days in a row we featured a current NFL player just just housing beers at a sporting event. I love it. And he's a kicker. There you go. There's your kicker next year, Buffalo. Kickers are people too. <laughs> yeah, they are. And then someone was ranting yesterday all over saying, why are kickers even in the game? Here was their viewpoint, which I thought was interesting. If you were creating the game of football right now, 300-pound linemen, 300 linemen, people ramming each other, hitting hard. Would you even think of a kicker? Would you even include a kicker in the game? Like, oh, then after all that happens, then a little tiny guy comes out and kicks a ball through the goalpost. You wouldn't if you were creating the game football right now. Let's spend the rest of the show creating the game. All right, here's how I'd start. All right, so anyway. Yeah, yeah our, our uh, guest on uh, Sports by the Book yesterday is does not like kickers either. He was going on a rant, Who too. doesn't like it? The guest? Yeah, Mark Zeno. Yeah. yeah our guest kickers. on Sports by the Book. Yeah, he does not. Well, it is weird that like it comes kickers. down a game. It comes down, But, you know, that's the game that was created by... Abner Doubleday. What? Our forefathers. Our forefathers. You know what? Everyone knows Abner Doubleday did baseball. Dr. Naismith did basketball. No one knows who the hell did football. George Hallis, I think. Was it George Hallis? It was George Hallis. Um, you know what? Our guest is here. I'm going to bring him in right now. I'm bringing him in. I'm bringing him in, man. We're doing it live. Uh, this gentleman, as I mentioned, is the host of the Government Secrets Podcast with Lee Camp. And he has a new comedy special out, which is really funny. And it's on YouTube. Manifest it on all things comedy. Graham Elwood is here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and he's representing Graham. Chicago for you, Ryan. See red That's right, baby. Come on. We're the best three games under 500 team in the NBA. <laughs> Who wants a taste? <laughs> well, listen, there's a really good coach out there that yeah. just became available, <laughs> and he's a short drive from Milwaukee. How? I mean, you, you know, Donovan, I, I think he's an okay coach, yeah. but he's he keeps his job, and yeah. the guy who's like – has a great team that's that's going to compete yeah. for the NBA title. They're going to be there, and I don't understand it. 
I don't. Right. I don't. What do you think? Uh, what, Billy Donovan is the coach of the Bulls, right? Yeah. You like yeah. Billy Donovan? I mean, he was okay with the Thunder. Yeah. It's it's been too long, and Zach the Zach Levine experiment Correct. hasn't worked. Yeah. Trading for Demar Derozan. None of it's working. So I there needs to be some kind Billy of shake. Donovan played college basketball at Providence for Rick Pitino. Wow. Yeah, there's my old man moment of the day. That's the 1950s. That, that is was... the 50s. It was black and white. They wore the Bob Cousy shorts. <laughs> yeah, the tight tights. And all the footage is really fast and there's no three-point line. So, Graham, uh, we, we had a couple more things. I wanted to show you that. Do you like the Lions at all? You probably hate the Lions. No, actually, uh, honestly, I... This is the Cub fan in me. Okay. Any yeah, team that hasn't won in a long, long time, there you go. I go... So, so... You know, I don't like the Packers. I'll never root for the Packers. Green Bay suck, but sucks. <laughs> I can root for the Detroit Lions. They haven't yeah. ever been to a Super Bowl. Last time they won a title was 57. Yeah. And it's a great story. And, you know, I've performed in Detroit, and that city's seen some tough times. And he's time. still alive, ladies and gentlemen. I'm still alive. You know what I mean? Well, I got a couple of rounds in my shoulder. I, I need to hold a note when I go through security. But uh, I was in Detroit. <laughs> stand up. There's two bullets still lodged. <laughs> <laughs> they went, oh, Detroit. Okay, you're yeah, fine. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah, Come yeah, on yeah. in. You're good. Well, look at this thing, someone. This is a local artist in Detroit did. Uh, carved a lion out of snow. She's uh, she's talking about <laughs> Something's going on over there. Uh, anyway, he uh, yeah, he carved a lion out of snow, and, and there's a couple of them. He even did one. He dyed it blue, or we hope it's dyed. We don't know what it is. That stuff's know. exciting. And for me, like, I would take the lion and, and seven points. I think it's going to be a close game. Okay. And I think probably the Niners will pull it out. Yeah. But I, I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think I the Niners too. are going to roll over them. No, they got grit. Hashtag grit. I like the Lions. I, now, this is a weird thing. I grew up in Pittsburgh. I'm a diehard Steeler fan. I had a Detroit Lions bike when I was a kid. There was a catalog, a wish catalog for Christmas. Said I, didn't have, I was riding around my, in the neighborhood on my sister's bike, and all my friends would make fun of me because it didn't have the sissy bar or whatever you called those. And I had a Detroit Lions bike. I, don't know. I always liked the Lions, but it was blue. It was cool looking. And uh, we'll get to the snow line. But anyway, uh, I think they're the team of destiny. There right? it is. There it is. Look at this. Let's even carve this out of snow. Yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. I mean, everybody dyeing their hair, hair blue, right. and you know, I saw somebody's like dad is like in hospice like cancer, yeah, and he, he dyed his hair blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that kind of stuff you you root for. The town rallies around it, and then uh, if they would have lost that home game, that line probably would be yellow. <laughs> <laughs> People, uh, and then we have one more. So, uh, are you you golf at all? A little. A lot of comics golf. Yeah. I, I yeah, used to, I was a caddy when I was a lot younger. Okay. So that's probably why I'm not that big of a golf fan anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. You've seen the treatment given. Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen some brutal things happen to caddies. So anyway, this kid from Alabama over the weekend won the PGA tour event, the American express. Okay. And there's a video of his friends at Alabama watching him. Now here's the thing. He's a sophomore at Alabama. So watch him roll this in and watch them go crazy. Oh, that's, that's their cool. buddy. That's cool. So he wins $1.5 million, but oh, wait, he's an amateur. He can't have the money. So the guy who finishes second, they're like, uh, all right, here's a big check. You get it. Second place guy got the big check. So it's like, you didn't win, but you won $1.5 million. He can't because he's an amateur, but apparently he's doing things that even like Tiger Woods didn't even do when it comes down to it. Uh, he was the first amateur uh, in the past 90 years, second youngest PGA Tour winner in the past 90 years. It's only 20. Uh, the last guy... The last amateur to win on the PGA Tour, and you remember him, Chick Evans in the 1910. Chick Western Evans, of who created the Evans Scholarship Program? <laughs> I wow. I don't know. Is that really yes. a thing? Yes. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, wait. Now, you went to, is this related to Evanston? Yeah, I went to Evanston. Yeah. Is Chick Evans have to do with Evanston? No, that's John Evans who created Evanston. Coincidence. You yes. know the name Chick Evans? Well, a buddy of mine was an Evans Scholar. That's why I know so much about caddies. And Oh, my God. Yeah. And I, when I was a caddy, you had to, like, learn. You had to, like, bow at the altar of Chick Evans. Yeah. <laughs> Then Danny Noonan. This is like and Noonan, those are the two guys right you looked there. up to. Yeah, and Noonan. <laughs> anyway, so he can't win the $1.5 million. And speaking of golf, this will be painful for both Ryan and Graham. We have Aaron Rodgers hitting a hole in one. Here's Aaron oh. Rodgers hitting a hole in one. Is it really a hole in one or did he like put ayahuasca I on it or whatever? <laughs> like, Apparently, this is his first round since he had his surgery. So uh, Aaron Rodgers gets a hole in one before yeah, completing a pass for the New York Jets. <laughs> Here in Vegas. That was Vegas. That was here in Vegas. I, it was warm weather, obviously. Because he was he was here for the Knights Pit, uh, Penguins game. Oh, I thought he was here for some sort of Jimmy Kimmel lawsuit. <laughs> Something like that. From yeah. here, and he was performing at the Kimmel Club. He had to go do a set. By the way, I was at the game, the Penguins Knights game, and yeah, they we showed him, and the crowd went Boo, like that. They booed him in nice. Vegas. Why? Because he's just good. He's not. He's, <laughs> he's not a good person. That's why I like Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> Amen. Vegas.
So, Graham, you've been in you've hosted game shows. You, yes. We both have that background. Stand up forever. Um, tell us what's going on. And tell us about your special, first of all. Yeah, my special manifested. It's out on uh, All Things Comedy. Yeah. They're, they're really cool. And, you know, it's it's. I've done several albums, and I did one other special before called Live from Afghanistan. But this is my first, like, in a club. I shot it at Zany's in, in Chicago, Chicago where I right. started. There's a photo of me on the wall when I was, like, 22. Parachute pants. What, what wardrobe I had? Well, I had acid wash acid jeans. Acid wash, yes! Sweater scrunched up. My picture with you is acid wash jeans. And a belt, the loop belt. I looped it and then pushed and t tucked it down. Remember that, in? You put a belt on and then the excess, you'd point it down. Yep. I had, well, this is, thank God it was, thank God I was just, a, it was a headshot. So you couldn't <laughs> see the, the. Mine was a full body shot. Well, oh. actually a headshot because I'm so short is fits into a frame. So I. But I did have in good, uh, I had a vest over a t-shirt. <laughs> Right? Thank you. Dude, I, the vests were great to wear at a comedy club because you could wear it like Thursday and then maybe yes. again Saturday. But I, I explained this once to Ryan on the show. I would wear a sweater. I'd get all my sweaters. I'd cardigans, a lot of uh, sweater vests, you know. And then people could smoke in the comedy clubs yes. back when we started. So the front row is just, they're just, so you get back to the hotel room or the condo or whatever, and you take that sweater and it just reeked of cigarettes. Dude, I remember opening up my suitcase coming off the road in the <laughs> 90s and it just smelled like an ashtray. It was ridiculous. The amount of smoke, no smoke eaters, unlike Vegas, where it's always clean, perfect air quality down here at the South Point Casino, right behind us. But it was literally, it would just, it would just into the clothes. And you, you know, yes. you're on the road for two weeks and you're putting something on one night after you get out of the shower and you smell like a peck of marble. I wash my hair and like no. gray water would come out. Yeah. Like no joke. I'm like, this is horrifying. Gray water? Yes. I've never heard that one. That my, there was so much smoke in my hair. Oh my God. This is the 90s. I also had a lot of gel. Probably. Okay. <laughs> so, so. A lot of moose. A lot of moose. Oh, wow. Well, the, the special's funny. I, I had it on while I was writing the show last night. It's very funny. And it's on YouTube, right? It's on YouTube. So if you just go to GrahamElwood.com, you can watch it there or All Things Comedy's YouTube channel. And uh, it. it's been a blast. And and then I do government secrets with my buddy. Yeah. Wait a second. Government, is this conspiracy? Area 51? Stuff like that? Well, what are you talking? I, Give I, us an example because we have to look for this podcast. I do it with my buddy Lee Camp. Okay. And we we don't go conspiracies we do actual stuff that is the government has done uh, give us an example of one um i know you've probably done so many well we've done like well there's six nukes that the united states has lost <laughs> that are somewhere like missing in the bottom of the ocean that we've never recovered so that's oh, not like baggage claim in denver or something yeah right? <laughs> we don't know where it is <laughs> which we've all the denver airport denver, right the denver airport which, by the way, they might be under the Denver airport because you know exactly. that's where the bomb shelter is and there's all that those signs of apocalypse yeah. painted around. You're going to do a deep dive on YouTube when you're having a drink some night. Denver airport. Anyway, sorry. Wow. Oh, it's weird. They have the gas masks and the apocalypse. There's something going on there. Yeah, they have all the Illuminati Denver, stuff the too. Illuminati, they didn't need an airport. They built a new one. It's 30 miles from anywhere. And apparently it's because, oh yeah, the baggage claim's not done yet. We need another three years. Nope. The shelter... And then Obama was in town one day when there was some, we were at DEF CON 5. Frank Nicotero ranting, conspiracy. All right. So wow, anyway. you need to come on our show. I, you I, I, will, I will. Just about the Denver airport. You got to do it. So anyway, there's six nukes missing somewhere in the Six ocean. nukes well, that the United States has lost. Um, so that'll make you rest easy, folks. There's yeah, a couple right. of nukes. Um, <laughs> it's in Lake Mead, everyone here in Vegas. We've, so. we've covered a lot of uh, CIA operations. Oh, cool. That are, and we, they're. A matter of public record that most people don't talk about, like uh, Operation uh, Bloodstone, where we um, backed up uh, ex-Nazis to try to overthrow uh, countries that were communist in the 50s. Jesus. Yeah. It's good. Fun. It's fun stuff. It's, it's a family. Stuff, it's a family. Gentlemen. What was that line on the Detroit Niners game again? <laughs> <laughs> so what is your sports at? You're a Chicago fan. So who are yeah. you passionate the most? Who are some of your heroes? I mean, obviously, I'm a huge Cubs fan. I used to live near Wrigley in Chicago, and I was at game five in 2016 when the Cubs were down 3-1 and Lester came and won. That was So I got to see a World Series game in Wrigley. Oh, wow. And man, then they, nice. they came from behind. That, that was awesome. Um, I, I'm obviously a Bulls fan. Yeah. I've, I started, I mean, I watched Jordan when I was there. I got to see him live. And this, this, I started watching the NBA again, uh, three years ago when the Bulls made those trades for Levine. And I was yeah. like, oh, you know, wait a minute. Now, this, might be back. This is something here. Um, and the bears, you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, right now, wait a second. Now you guys have the number one pick right now. Now Ryan again. is very passionate about the bears as well. And you you want Justin Fields to stay, and you want to trade down, correct? What What are your feelings? Okay, I, okay. I, I actually agree with that. I think <laughs> I think when when they were two and seven, I was like, fire everybody yeah. and <laughs> start <it> over. <laughs> um, and I'll give you Refluse credit; he is a defensive guy, and you started to see their defense get a lot better. And yeah. that that uh, for sweet or sweat, um, sweat, sweat, 
That um, was a great. Sweat. That was a great pickup in the middle of the season. Oh, from the from the commanders. commanders. Yes. Don't say the old word. Don't okay. Say, the commanders, <laughs> and you know, I they were okay to watch this year, and you know, they had three games they blew leads in. And you look at them and you go, all right, so maybe that means they're four or five players away from right. actually being an 11 or 12 game win season. I like what they get. The offensive coordinators were awful. Yeah. They yes. need, and I think keep fields because if you keep trading him and keep, he's, people want guys to like come out of college I, and it, just win 10 Super Bowls. That happens like one out of 40 times. I know. Uh, you know, Brock Purdy is kind of an anomaly even at the seventh round pick. But even these number one pick, look at Justin Herbert, who's an amazing quarterback. He hasn't won anything. Of course, yeah. his coach was a moron. That always that the never guy. What's the kid? Yeah. The kid's name yeah. for the yeah. Cardinals. I mean, like uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler yeah, Murray. Uh, like all these guys. A lot so of pressure. This will only be short. coming up. This season will be Fields' fourth year. Yeah, right? right. He needs a better offensive coordinator. Their play calling was maddening. Yeah, they had no offensive line. So I agree. Take the first pick, and they need a number two, another receiver to DJ Moore. There you go. Maybe they can trade down and end up with Marvin Harrison Jr. Possibly, or the kid from Washington, Ozuna, Ozuna. Get get either Harrison or whatever. Yeah, or that guy. I call him O. Big O. Big O. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, he went to Corman. Get some offensive linemen. Yeah. And then maybe a little more help on D. I don't think you're that far away from being a team that like could compete for the division with the with the Lions. You got the, it's it's right now, and then Jordan Love though with the Green Bay Packers. Suck. Yeah, he looks the, like the he's mistakes that Fields make. I think this year were coachable things you can fix. He'd he'd hold on to the ball too long, or uh, he'd run with, holding the ball out there. He wouldn't tuck the ball. Loaf of bread. I hate loaf, when anyone does that. Yeah. Does the loaf of bread? That's coachable. <laughs> yeah. But then he would make some crazy play. That was so amazing that literally three guys in the league can make. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, Mahomes yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm blanking on the name of the the, the Ravens. Lamar Jackson. Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Like back foot, cross. You know. Yeah, he's got a gun and he's he's got skill. So yeah, that's kind of that's the same way Ryan's thinking. Keep him, trade down, get him some help. Well, just because I know that Washington and New England are going to. If yeah. if we don't draft the quarterback at one, yeah, they're going to give us whatever we ask for yeah. in order to get the guy that they want. They want Caleb Williams. So we can trade down at least once there. So if we trade to two, we can trade to three because they're going to want to move up past whoever wants to get JT Daniels if they want them above Drake May. Right. Then we can also – so that's at least two picks outside of our own in the first round next year. Yeah. You can maybe get a pick in 26 and – if you draft in 2025, you can trade one of those picks for another first-round pick. Like, if you trade this yeah. pick now, you can have first-round picks for the next five years. Right. And you got cap space to where right. if we do, if it's done correctly, then suddenly the Bears are like a competitor. Like, Very they're good. competing for the <laughs> NFC and maybe even the Super Bowl in the next five years if they do this correctly, like Ryan's talking about. I think there's a chance here. Last year, they had all this cap room, and they did some okay stuff with it. Right. They traded down, which I thought was smart, and I think it just took them half the season to kind of right. figure it out. And again, thank you for that Chase Claypool trade where we got the 32nd pick and we yeah. took Joey Porter yeah. Jr. By the way, yeah. I want to let you both know Mitch Trubisky is available. So if you do, <laughs> if you go... We don't want him back. He's there. You could draft him at number two again. You could redraft him. Yeah, retrade up. That was <laughs> retrade up. genius by Ryan Pace. Mitch Trubisky, worst name for a quarterback in the history. Mitchell. Think, Mitchell. Mitchell right. He doesn't want to be right. Mitch. He's Mitchell. He was Mitch. And he's a beloved Tar Heel of yours, isn't yes, he? Yes, he is. You, love, you must have been like, oh my God, we're getting a Tar Heel. And I didn't want him. You didn't want him. I didn't want him. Um, I wanted the who? guy that we don't like to talk about in Cleveland. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're rubbing this one the wrong way. What? It's massage. Okay. So uh, let's talk about, uh, uh, you. we love Vegas stories. We love celebrity stories. He teased me with who he's going to talk about. You worked at a hotel or something? Yes. So let me hear this story. I've been waiting for this. So when I first moved, I, I moved to L.A. from Chicago okay. when I was in my early 20s, and I got a job working at Shutter's Hotel. Oh, yeah. Very nice. At Santa Monica. <sighs> Very high end, right on the beach. And my buddy had a AV. He was running the AV company. So it was okay. a separate AV company. And he's famously, my buddy is famous for saying, I was the worst employee I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so this is a little backdrop okay. on, on this story. In fact, he goes, he tells the story of he had, and we met in this acting school. And so he had a, a, a thing for all these actors. He goes, look, it's flexible hours. I'll give you time on, you know, to go do auditions and, right. you know, cause setting up AV, you, you, you come in the morning, you set something up and then you can duck out and then tear it down. And he goes, and, and he goes, he, he tells the story. He goes, man, I remember seeing, I didn't know you, Graham, you're at the, you're the 
end of the table and you're like a suit and tie and you were like taking notes. I'm like, this guy's really sharp. And I told him later, I was just trying to make this girl next to me laugh. And I was like writing down dumb crap, like looking serious, like, hmm, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I've been a stand-up comic since I was 18. Right, exactly. So I have no marketable skills. There you go. Okay, so this, same, same. I, I don't know how to function in regular society. Um, so uh, I had this horrible suit, this like mismatched Pant, pants with this bad gray suit and probably like a knit tie or something right. really oh, the awful. Knit ties, yes. Classy. And remembers the knit ties. Bring the 80s back in. Yeah. Come and, on. And, Ann and I are, what are we called? Twin flames. Twin flames. We have all the same, uh, every reference uh, and product we used. Anyway. So my, my buddy, you know, he's very knowledgeable about stuff and, and there was a slow day and he goes, look, I got to go. He had to go on an audition or something. He goes, just stay in the office. If they need anybody, needs anything, you know how to set up with basic stuff. I said, yeah, no problem. So this hotel, I mean, I saw Robert Duvall in this hotel. Oh, I wow. saw Reagan in this hotel. Like this is a five-star A-list hotel. So we get a call from the concierge. Hey, one of our high-end clients needs some AV help. Okay. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I go up into this suite and this is the 90s. So the nights, the suites had VCRs in them. <laughs> VCRs were video cassette recorders, Ryan. <laughs> it was a, a tape. That you'd put mm. in, and if you really liked something on that tape, you'd break the clip, and that couldn't be yes. recorded over. That was yeah. a clip breaker. Yeah. All right, so okay. good business. So I knew how to basically maybe do the clock okay. on the VCR. <laughs> um, and I found my buddy later, my Walker, my buddy Walker goes, Graham, I just kept you around because you were funny. That was the, <laughs> you, the, the, you were not, not good at your job. Um, so they wanted to, like, record VCR to VCR or something. They wanted, they had it, they had a tape and, and I'm dealing with this man and I'm in this, this suite is giant. It's beautiful. Okay. And they play the video and it's a, it's a, um, an interview with Al Pacino. And I was okay. like, Oh wow. I know that guy. Okay. Sure. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm a young actor in LA. I'm like, oh, Al Pacino. All right. <laughs> so I'm doing my best to fiddle, to get this thing to working. And, and it's like maybe 10 minutes of me not fixing it, not, not solving the problem. And, and I slowly, and I, as I'm doing this, I look over my shoulder and I see that Al Pacino oh has been God. watching us <laughs> the entire time. So I'm really like, I got to figure, I got to fix this. And I, and I finally am like, and I say to myself, I'm like, dude, you, you, you can't. And I was just like, so, and I had to be, I'm so sorry. I'm uh, sorry. I'm to his manager. And I'm like, sir, I'm, I'm, I, we really tried. I go, <laughs> uh, my manager will be in later. If you want to talk with him, we can try to. And, and, and he goes, okay. And then Pacino goes, well, you tried. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Hoo -ha, you yeah. tried. Oh my God. And then as I'm walking out, it's such a long walk. It's a huge it's suite. It's a huge suite. I kind of hear him say, Look, don't make a big deal, but make a little bit of a fire. This should have been handled. That. And I was like, Oh, great. Now I'm going to get a call. And, oh I my and then my buddy gets the call from the concierge. No one's like mad. I'm not fire, but. Okay. And he goes, All right, thanks, Graham. You could have made the AV department look good, but you didn't. All right. I was like, What am I, what? This is not what I do. And this is why Al Pacino has never stayed at Shutters in Santa Ever. Monica again. He's like, You can't get a tape made. Ah, stop wasting my time. I can't do it. Do an Al Pacino. You do impressions. I don't do impressions. <laughs> if you can't do a VCR to VCR, take a flamethrower to this place. <laughs> And do your Pacino. Ah. There you go. And see how Ann played along. You're the star of the show now. Give us one hoo-ha. What the hell's that? Nose ghost. What the fuck? These guys today, what is this woke crap he's doing know, over here? Nose ghost? What? Nose ghost. Nose ghost? Last one to do it has to do, uh, Whatever. Yeah, it was in the movie Meatballs. Do, 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 do your thing. Don't worry, came to the table. I'm behind the glass. I like to eat to myself. My God. Now, what are you doing in town? You're in, you're in, we're in Vegas here. You're, you're in town filming something and we I'm want to talk about trying, it. I'm I'm giving a seminar on how to do VCR to VCR recording. <laughs> um, and come to so a, how long is that seminar? <laughs> it's uh, really and long. It's only $39.99 <laughs> and you get a set of Anthony Robbins cassette tapes. Yes. And it's I will have Al Pacino say, well, you tried. <laughs> well, you so tried. tried. Um, I'm actually here doing man on the street interviews for this, uh, not-for-profit okay. nonpartisan organization called open primaries. Okay. And they are trying. Nevada is one of about 19 or 20 states where if you're not registered with either of the two parties, you can't vote in the primary. That's crazy, yeah. Which is nuts. In yeah, this it day really age. is. It's, it's, it, we shouldn't, and so the, the two parties control the election system, and so Open Primaries just wants to give voters access. Right. Nevada has a ballot measure, uh, ballot measure three, this, this November, so I'm urging people to vote yes on three, to, and we're just interviewing independents, yeah. and just like, why are you an independent? Because when you, the media tries to put 
you know, everyone into one this little red box sure. or this blue box. Right. And you talk to independents and they're they're all over the place. They're right. like, yeah, I'm I'm in favor of hunting because I like hunting with my dad, but right. I'm pro-choice because I don't want the government near my my wife. Right. You know, okay. and, and they're 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 like, and it's really interesting. And the nobody talks to independents. Right. They just need them like, hey, you're an independent. Will you vote yes or no for this right. red or blue issue or Correct. red yeah. or blue candidate? So we're really trying to just talk to, so I'll be at the Bellagio with a camera crew Whoa. today from four to six Okay, and uh, come by and we want to hear what you have to say. There's no That's wrong awesome. answers and it's it's really cool. Open primaries, openprimaries.org, check them out. And also one of the propositions that's on the ballot is legalized gambling in Nevada. We want to try to get that. Yeah, we've been we fighting that one for to, a long yeah, time. And it's, sports gambling. It's been, it's been, New Jersey's kind of stealing, you know, we got to get gambling. There's here. a big lobby here to block gambling. So <laughs> what? We'd be out of a job. Uh, and how can people find you? I know you got, uh, we, I know you have a website. Yes. Go to GrahamElwood.com. Right. You can get all my social media in, and all my social media is at Graham Elwood. Right. You can see my special manifest it. You can sign up my newsletter you can get links to see government secrets yeah that I, yeah i want to dude I wanna you'll love it up. Yeah. you'll love it we just every every week lee and i bring up a thing that we always blow the other guy's mind like what and then we we make jokes about it because we're i of. love it and who wins the super bowl give us your super bowl prediction it's right down the street it's it's I know. six miles from here we have the super bowl craziness is going to start we have some media passes for myself and jeff and alex to go to some events which we'll obviously bring here and show on the show i so, think i think I think the Niners beat Baltimore. Yeah, that's what I'm. I, now, if they win, if the Niners win, that's six Super Bowls. They would tie the Steelers and Patriots. I don't really want that, but I can't have the Ravens win. I hate the Ravens. That's like the Packers to you, Bears fans. I know. Green Bay, not close. No. I think you've got. Look, we've <laughs> got, got close. Not close. The rivalry. Well, okay, you guys have been around a lot longer, right? Okay, fine. Yeah, but you have one ring. We have six. But anyway, um, so I can't root for the Ravens. NFL championships, we have 10. Yeah, no one cares about those. You ever notice that? No one knows that? <laughs> the only no people knows. bring that up are Bears fans. Yeah, the Browns, <laughs> Lions, and Bears. That's who brings it up. And Washington fans. Uh, although they have a lot of Super Bowls. Graham, uh, I, by the way, just out of the blue, hit me up last week. Said, hey, I'm going to be in Vegas. I said, of course, you're coming on. Talk Bulls. And the Al Pacino story is classic. So make sure you look up Graham Elwood. Please, trust me. Check out his uh, all, uh, all Things Comedy. It's on YouTube. His special, Manifest It. Yes. It's Manifest. very funny. I watched it last night. And uh, we hope to see you again. Anytime you're back, come back. Well, you try. Well, you try. You did. Did you get laughs? Well, well you, you try. Well, you try. You kill, that's, I love it. We'll be back in two minutes with Dwayne Colucci. Colucci. Right back. Once you've satisfied your hunger, get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas. Our 24-hour, 30-table, non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits. Visit the poker room for a schedule of daily tournaments. Whether you're going to hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. And each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game, and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one-of-a-kind race and sports books. Two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book, with over 400 seats, puts you right in the middle of the action, 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket writers are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book. Over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat. you tried that that when you can just hear al pacino saying that i think at the end of an episode that should be the little set mic that's a little sound by the way ladies and gentlemen thanks for watching the show what did you think 
Well, we tried. <laughs> All right, let's take a few uh, live comments here. Uh, the Ryan and Graham hour. <laughs> Joey V, they're talking Chicago. Uh, never seen him so energized. and con Ryan, wow. Joey B, you were very passionate. Well, you're talking about the Bears, right? You get into it, man. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, you know who Tom, you know who Danny Noonan is. Come on, he was the lead character in the movie Caddyshack. Noonan um, cares. What's that? Noonan cares about Noonan. Noonan. No one cares. Okay. Oh no. I, I, tr I tried. I tried. Well, I tried. he tried. Now do the Pacino and say, "Do it as Al Pacino." Oh man, man, that's bogus. Best story right there. Graham Elwood. Where's the? What's the podcast title again? It's Government Secrets with uh, Graham Elwood and Lee Camp. So there you go. Joey B's now a fan. So maybe, I'm going to check it out for sure. Uh, old school versus new school. Love the banter and shtick. Thank you, Joey B. Tony Robbins is a motivational speaker. And Nevada Caucus is really weird, Daniel Pacheco says. Uh, by the way, Daniel, I related to Isaiah Pacheco, the toughest runner in the NFL. Punchlines. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, Trent Dilfer didn't want to say Alex White. Uh, last night, yeah, she's one too. She had, that was the first time she's gone uh, under 500 in a while, but you know, we, we tell everyone secrets. Review all the records. Now, we just heard a great Al Pacino story. Let's bring in another Italian, shall we? Let's bring another Italian paisan down from the Rampart. Uh, back again, he's the director down there at the sports book at the Rampart, where the buffet is sparkles, baby. It's, uh, it's our man, Dwayne Colucci. Colucci. <laughs> Dwayne, even when you're You'll not... You'll never let me die with even, that but it's, but it's just the way you said it. Our buffet sparkles. You know, we're, we're just in general, some days after shows and we're just talking meetings, and that, that word will come up. And we just... Colucci Sparkles. Sparkles. Uh, we love it. It's, you're, you're one of our favorites. I think now this might be his record-setting appearance. It's going to go back and forth for a while. But Colucci, you might be our most regular guest, along with him and Kevin Bellencoff, who we have on. Uh, but I feel like Colucci will exceed that, probably, since Kevin is mostly a football guy. So... Kaluch, you're the star of the show. I there. appreciate it. Now, what hat do you have on there? Is, I that appreciate a, is that a Golden Knights hat? Yeah, Golden Knights, yes. All right. Yes. So I, that's an old school one, too. Oh, that's I like the that. Western champion. Oh, the yes. Western. 2018. Old school. Now, yeah. I went yeah. to the game the other night. Um, I went to, it was my first game at T-Mobile. I saw the Penguins. Penguins were up 2 nothing. I had a bet with Ryan and Alex on the game, and I started talking crap. I was like, oh, 2 nothing. You guys nervous? <laughs> and then one, two, three, game. Uh, so I lost. So on our 101st show, uh, which is like around March 1st, I'm going to have to, uh, it's 101 Dalmatians. Uh, I'm going to have to dress up as a Dalmatian, 101. So that's my penance for the Penguins losing. The Penguins are going to cause me to dress up as a dog. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. But anyway, unbelievable. The arena, that arena was unbelievable. I loved it. And uh, I want to talk basketball with you real quick because the story that happened right before we came on the air was the Milwaukee Bucks just fired their head coach who's 30 and 13, and that seems weird. That seems a little bit weird, doesn't it? Yeah, there had to be some uh, squabbles in the it locker room or some unrest without a doubt. Yeah, because, I mean, I just don't understand uh, when you're 30 and 13 how you pull the trigger, and they just basically got this guy. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they're talking about Doc Rivers. They're talking about <laughs> definitely the interim coach will be the uh, assistant, but I, I just uh, I don't, I can't figure it out. They're one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. Granted, they haven't clicked yet with Lillard and, uh, you know, the different uh, you know, scenarios, and Maybe they just felt ownership that they could do a lot better. I mean, uh, the Celtics are still tough. Embiid, uh, you saw him flex last night. Philly's right there. The Knicks are much improved since they got uh, OG. So uh, maybe they just wanted to shake things up. But I would say there had to be some player complaints or yeah. something like that, Frank. Had to be. And I don't know if you heard this rumor, but Bill Belichick is rumored to be the next coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> he's flying to Milwaukee right now. I wish he's the new coach at the uh, Cowboys. I'll be honest with you. That's now, what I'm I, now, I, like, uh, Kaluch, you I know. wanted to get to it. I wanted to get to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, your your team. Uh, they they're keeping Mike McCarthy. They're keeping Mike. Uh, look at I see the headshot. What do you think of this move? I mean, would you promote a Dan uh, Quinn or found somebody else or maybe Belichick? I don't know. Well, I don't think Quinn uh, did a great job in that game. I'll be wow. honest with you. The defense was the liability, and you look at them, two wide-open touchdowns that Green Bay was able to score, Frank. So I don't think that, uh, you know, Quinn was the answer, without a doubt. I mean, McCarthy's a solid coach, but as long as Jerry's there, you know, he's going to put pressure on, just like he did, uh, you know, prior to this big playoff game. After a great regular season, you know, he's still putting pressure out there on his coaching staff, on his players, and they just don't seem to play with any heart. And you 
could see how Jimmy Johnson got so emotional, guys, at the halftime because he's an emotional coach, and that was the last time they won. And he knows how to motivate, and it's just so frustrating. It's frustrating now as a Cowboy fan watching the complacency of the players. Dak Prescott, once again, did not perform in the limelight, and it's just the same old story for the Cowboys, without a doubt. You know, it wasn't like uh, your team, Frank, where at least you got some excuses, you know, you, you <laughs> dilly-dallying with quarterbacks. No, no, definitely. Agree, and they yeah. did a phenomenal job, Pittsburgh, yeah, and job. continued the Tomlin streak. Yeah, you know, so uh, uh, definitely different when you have the number one offense going into the playoffs. You have Dak Prescott. Uh, you have fabulous wide receivers. You got a good running back in Pollard. Your defense is supposed to be right there. And uh, just, again, you're yeah, it had to be tough. And, and, you know, we played a lot of fan videos, smashing TVs, throwing their jerseys out, which, again, I think it's a brilliant move because now all the Dallas stores are going to have to uh, sell more merchandise, more TVs. So maybe it's a whole... The best one I saw, Frank, <laughs> on social media, the best one I saw was, remember that maniac two weeks ago that jumped the judge oh. uh, out here in Las Vegas? Yeah, <laughs> they had Dak Prescott sitting there giving his press conference, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you just saw that body fly out there. That was one of the best that I've saw uh, on social media. We don't want to make light of that criminal's actions, but... <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> I did not see that. That's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, what a wild, what a wild, uh, what a wild finish for the Cowboys. Really unfortunate. I and someone I think said the Detroit Lions have been to more AFC championships in the last thirty years or NFC championships than the Cowboys now. So I don't know. <laughs> it's so, the truth. Uh, yeah. So what do you think of these lines right now? I know we have it around six and a half or seven at the Rampart and South Point. Uh, how do you feel about the Niners Lions game? And then we'll talk Ravens Chiefs. Feel a lot better if Debo was healthy. I'll yeah. be honest with you. They didn't look too good against the Packers, and uh, you know it, it was very similar. Uh, the Packers, what they did to try to uh, you know beat the 49ers to what they did to the Cowboys. So uh, I didn't see that uh, San Francisco really flexed or played their best game yet. Kittle dropped a few passes. The defense was pretty solid. I will say that. But with Debo with the shoulder injury, that's huge. More pressure than on Purdy and McCaffrey. Going to be a great game. Don't get me wrong. I definitely think. This is uh, going to be one of the best matchups that we've seen in a few years. And definitely Detroit is hungry. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, I can't believe yeah. how good this kid is. Yeah. He definitely makes a difference. And you have some great, great players on that defensive side. Uh, Aiden's there. You know, you just have some great, great, uh, you know, motivational tactics by the Detroit coaching staff as well. When they go for it, you know, uh, on fourth down or if they're going for two-point conversions, you know, definitely they are well-coached ready for this game and they proved that and Jared Goff was making some yeah. uh, beautiful passes this past weekend so difficult game we're sitting at seven at the rampart in South Point we're going to see a lot of San Francisco money just because of the proximity of uh, you know how close we are to California and definitely they love their 49ers but I think the Lions could definitely compete here this is a tough game especially if Debo Samuel is not healthy that is going to be and play into the spread and the late betting action yeah that line's going to toggle as Ryan was saying and I think Chris Andrews was saying it's going to toggle between six and a half, seven. Although, Ryan, was that the game you felt that the number would go which way? Yeah, if, if the Niners adopt that underdog mentality, they could kind of fluctuate the line to go a higher, maybe to eight, nine. Maybe. If, if people believe that they'll be that fired up and not. Now, and our director has told me down. we have some sort of video we want to show, we want to play. Is this the video? Is this the Dak Prescott press guy? Here it is. Dak Press Conference is <laughs> talking. And then. He doesn't see him on the blind side. Larry Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, again, it's that's a horrible how a lot thing. Of Cowboy fans were feeling. How did Without I miss? How did I miss that one, man? <laughs> I just saw him smashing TVs mostly. That was and and throwing jerseys in the snow and stuff like that. So uh, let's look at the AFC game. I mean, you know the the Bills. I was I I wanted a Bills Lions matchup, right? I wanted to see two teams that have never won the Super Bowl. But as we know, the logo is purple and it's red for Super Bowl Fifty Eight right down the street here in Vegas. So everyone's saying the number one seeds, the Ravens. And the Niners, but in the AFC, do you give KC a chance on the road? I mean, Mahomes proved that he can win on the road, and they are the defending champs. That color coordination has worked out for several I, years now, right? Frank. You haven't noticed that. It's uh, nuts, yeah. You know, definitely. Uh, 
I think, you know, definitely the Chiefs have a chance. I mean, this is Patrick Mahomes. Pacheco's running hard. Kelsey started to play at a, at the level we know that he could play at. So this is de- these, these are the world champions. Yeah. This guy is here and has all the experience in the world, whereas this is Lamar Jackson's first uh, go at it, basically, his first extended playoff run. We know he had those contract squabbles and definitely a lot of different happenings, Frank. So, uh, you know, I, I don't believe that Baltimore is going to win this game as easily as a lot of people perceive it. We have it at currently three and a half at the Rampart and South Point and a total of 44 and a half. So, you know, if Patrick brings his A game, he's so difficult to stop. You saw him beat the uh, Buffalo Bills who were run, uh, they were running away with it basically uh, towards the end of the season. Their winning streak was incredible yeah. and people were loading up on Buffalo to win the Super Bowl, to win the AFC, but you see what happens. Same old uh, Buffalo Bills as good Good as Josh Allen is, he is not Patrick Mahomes, and yeah. that's why. Where is he, Superman? Patrick Mahomes is Superman, <laughs> or at least his Lex Luthor and Kryptonite. I mean, just <laughs> a, another fabulous performance by the Chiefs, and, and you know, to go on the road, yeah. they have to do it again. They're capable. I, and that hook, I mean, the, the half point. I mean, you got two of the best kickers in the NFL, right? Uh, you know, with, with Tucker and I, 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 doubt, Butker Butker and, I always butcher his name, even though he yeah. won the Super Bowl. Harrison Butker. Harrison, but I always mess up his last name, but I mean, I can see it coming down to, I, I see this as a three point game. I really like that half point with the chiefs. Either way. I, th- I think the chiefs could win by three. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a good game. I obviously don't want to see the Ravens win. Um, if it is the chiefs and Detroit, that would mean the two starting quarterbacks, fathers, both at one time played for the Pittsburgh pirates. That's right. Pat Mahomes' dad, uh, Patrick Mahomes' dad, Pat Mahomes, played for a, a bunch of teams, played for the Pirates. And yeah. Jared Goff, who I didn't even know this until last week, his dad was Jerry Goff, was a catcher who played a handful of games for the Pirates in the early 90s. How crazy would that be if both of their kids made the Super Bowl and it's all because of Pittsburgh, ladies and So I just, anytime I can work, Jerry's not here today. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, it'll be a nightmare for <laughs> Jerry. loves the pit. I know. Yes. So um, that's great. I though. wanted to ask, uh, have, do you have any uh, celebrity encounter stories, maybe living in New York or Vegas? Uh, maybe do you have a favorite celebrity encounter story that you can think of off the top of your head? Uh, you know, I've had several, I, I, you know, there's so many, I can't really count them anymore. I'll be honest with you, Frank, I've rubbed elbows with great, uh, sports athletes, uh, you know, celebrities I've seen in restaurants, uh, you know, especially the stomping grounds that my dad, you know, brought me up. He spoiled me, Frank. I mean, yeah. I was constantly in Peter Lucas Steakhouse, PJ Clark's in Manhattan, Rayo's. We had a table, oh, uh, you know, uh, once uh, it was amazing, you know, to, uh, know Frank Pellegrino. And, uh, you know, I remember one night actually in Rayos. That was great. Uh, you know, one of John Bon Jovi was sitting at the table oh, next to me and a very great guy. I mean, he was so sociable. He was uh, BSing with us, my whole family. And he was with a bodyguard and the bodyguard obviously didn't know much about sports. And, uh, you know, he made a wager, a substantial sized wager with <laughs> me that Eddie Murray was not a switch hitter. And, I, you know, I was like, ah, come on, you got to know this. What are you talking about? And, uh, you know, uh, lo and behold, you know, Frank Pellegrino Sr. was there and Dickie DeVest, uh, you know, so I'm arguing back and forth. We make a nice wager. Lo and behold, uh, you know, I was definitely uh, paying for dinner that night on somebody else. Uh, it, it was awesome. And uh, Bon Jovi signed autographs for everybody. Uh, I actually saw Mariah Carey when she was dating Tommy Mottola. Oh, that's wow. when she that's was like in she her was infancy. Or 20, yeah, yeah. I saw them in Rayo's. Uh, so many different wrestlers used to hang out at PJ Clark's. So I would see all the great WWF wrestlers. Uh, you know, I've met, uh, like I said, Floyd Mayweather, Larry Holmes, yeah. so many different uh, athletes. Tom Seaver, I told the story uh, about. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they, uh, another great night, too, Frank, the best ever. We're moving to... <laughs> Las Vegas. So we had a meeting, uh, my dad and a couple of guys uh, from Brooklyn uh, that we knew, and we had a meeting before we left, and we're eating at Luger's, and who's sitting at the table next to us? Rodney. I mean, the the greatest experience of my life. You could ask my dad. He pulled his chair up in between me and my dad and Frank. He just started. There was (laughs) there was actually a table. There was a table of 15 guys that were like you could tell they were a team of some sort and uh, they were European. And Rodney noticed them and he's like, what do we got over here? You know, uh, 15 (laughs) soccer players over here from Australia. And he's just reeling off the jokes and sat in between me and my dad. 
that. And just uh, that was one of the greatest experiences of meeting a celebrity yeah. because he was just so sociable. You know, he's sitting there, he's like, hey, you know where I could get some joints, guys? I, I want to get high, you know? <laughs> Rodney was the best, I'll tell you. He was just, uh, just to stop yeah. ripping these jokes yeah. and uh, BSing with us. It was a great time, Frank. And that was at Peter Luger's in Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I I went up uh, after him one night at a comedy club in L.A. He came up to me afterwards, hey, funny kid. And that's like, you know, that's like getting a blessing from the Pope, you know. I mean, Rodney told me I was yes. funny. So that was the best. So listen, I brought in Matt Neverett. Matt Neverett, who co-hosts Sports by the Book on Mondays and Tuesdays now. And uh, he's going to talk about what he's got coming up on the show today. But I was wondering if you had a pick for all our viewers out there, because I, I don't think you've given off. You gave us, the last one was, uh, I think, The Devils. Right. Maybe. And yeah, you got, if you don't have anything, yes. you don't have to. I don't need to force one. But I was just wondering if there's something our, no. our viewers could look at. We got some uh, huge uh, NHL matchups tonight. I'm looking for Montreal to get a little payback on Ottawa tonight. They played uh, Ottawa last week, and it was in a back-to-back -back situation, and Ottawa got the better of Montreal. You'll get Jake Allen in between the pipes tonight. I'm looking at that line. Uh, Ottawa actually in the Bell Center is minus 145 at the Rampart in South Point, and I can't figure that out. I mean, I definitely think the Canadians have played some excellent games uh, you know, in the past month where they've improved, uh, so I definitely think they have a chance. Patrick Rua is now the coach yeah, of the New York Islanders. That? And he won and, his first game. Uh, he know, was all, let's yeah. See. yeah. I, yeah, I, I like it. Frank. I mean, let's see what happens now. Vegas Golden Knights going into Brooklyn. Uh, not Brooklyn, uh, Elmont actually, uh, Belmont Park. And I definitely think that the Vegas Golden Knights might get the better of them tonight. The Vegas Golden Knights played at a level of their competition. We're so banged up right now, Frank. Uh, you know, Eichel's out. Aiden Hill will return, though, tonight. And that's definitely the man we want to see between the pipes. So I'm going with the Vegas Golden Knights, Montreal Canadiens. Those are some of my favorites. I mean, the Rangers look like a lock tonight in San Jose. Oh. But how do you lay yeah. three fifth? Is it yeah, what is it? You, is you know, it really? you got to lay puck line there. Oh my yeah, God, you have to yeah. lay puck line there. That's 350 it. on the road and probably 170 on the puck line. So, uh, you know, definitely they are a much better team. Igor Shesterkin will shut down San Jose. All right. Well, uh, just stick around for one minute. I got Matt Neverett here. Matt, what's coming up today on Sports by the Book? Well, first off, great to see you, Dwayne. Yeah. Longtime buddy of mine. Definitely, Matt. The Rampart. He's Welcome the only, aboard. only Las Vegas bookmaker I know that actively cheers for the Golden Knights. Usually, every bookmaker <laughs> I know is with so much public money coming in on him, rooting, rooting against him every single night. But we're going to open with some uh, some college basketball, maybe some futures. Took okay. a look at some of the updated lines uh, before I came on with you. Obviously, talking NFL, we got some player props that we like. And Love it. The wizard of odds himself joins. Kenny White is going to uh, oh, stop okay. by. Oh, be here. Nice. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, he may or may not have a couple of picks for us today. I love. And by the way, futures bet. I'm going to go ahead and just take a look at this line. Pittsburgh, University of Pittsburgh. I put $10 on him at plus 2000 <laughs> So I, I could win $2,000 or plus 200 to win the national championship. They beat Duke in Duke. And Hinson was 7-7. Seven to seven. The kid was on fire. You know what they call that type of bet? What's that, a sucker bet? A donation. A donation. Yeah, I made a donation. <laughs> There's a reason guys he's like already, Dwayne make a great business quick. out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I love I, it. I uh, actually put a few bucks down on uh, Seton Hall. Because I oh. thought there was a, a little value there. Because St. John's, I'm seeing at most shops, are uh, 175 to 1. And Seton Hall beat them last week. Lost a tough game against Creighton. Uh, I, I'm seeing Seton Hall at about 300, uh, anywhere from 300 to 200 to 1. So definitely uh, put a few bucks on that. You never can tell. It's wide open this year. Yeah, and Alex was talking about Kentucky. She was keeping an eye on, right, as a future story. I don't know what yeah, is yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Kentucky's. I'm seeing them at 10 yeah, right now. Updated behind us. It's they, down yeah, to 10. They beat Georgia the other night. We talked after our show yesterday, and uh, yeah, that number dropped precipitously. Same with Kansas. We were both looking at Kansas, and it dropped from like 20 to 1 to they're now uh, 10 to 1 as well. Now, Kansas didn't cover last that's night. That's a donation. Right, that's a do donation. <laughs> well, Ryan, you're a big North Carolina <laughs> fan. In North Carolina, they handled that line very easily yeah, last night. Yeah. yeah, like I said on Sports by the Book, as long as R.J. Davis scores 25-plus, they should be able to cover any number. But he, he dropped a career-high 36 points last night, and so they, they covered easy. All UNC right. hasn't had a uh, all-American, first-team all-American guard in yep. like 20-something years. He yep. might be the first since then. Wow. All right, this is the kind of stuff you can hear on Sports by the Book coming up in two hours with Matt Neverett. Matt Neverett's now the regular host of the show on Mondays and Tuesdays. we got to give Jeff Parles days off. We, we, we just can't, we can't work him seven days. The show has expanded to seven days. What a power-packed show we had. My friend, comedian Graham Elwood, make sure you check out Graham Elwood's special on YouTube. Uh, the website is All Things Considered on YouTube, and his special is called Manifest It. I know a couple people were asking about his uh, 
his podcast. It was called Government Secrets with he and Lee Camp, Graham Elwood and Lee Camp. And by the way, Daniel Pacheco thinks Punchlines with Ryan McCormick. He thinks that's a good name for the show. Is that you? Are you Daniel Pacheco, Ryan? Is that you texting? Yeah, we my, found his burner, yeah. My we burner, just burner, like uh, our other burner that we know of. <laughs> no, yeah, well, yeah. All right, uh, listen, we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is uh, Wednesday. All day, yeah. Why did I think it was Friday? Tomorrow's hump day. Yeah. And we have uh, on the show tomorrow, we have some uh, people coming on. We've got we've got Alex White for sure. Alex White will be here. We know that. And by the way, it's Alex White's birthday tomorrow. So yes, everyone, make sure you think of something nice for the comment section tomorrow for Alex. We'll read some birthday uh, messages. But happy birthday, Alex, tomorrow. Dwayne Colucci, I think our record-setting performance. He gave you a few picks. Colucci, thank you as always for being here. Matt Neverett, in two hours, will be hosting Sports by the Book with Ryan as a producer, not yep. as the host. It's Punchlines with Frank Nicotero. Host. Lines, live in Nevada, every show with me. Frank Nicotero.